This is Restoration Bible Church and Ministries. We are a people of excellence living purposefully. And now, here is God's servant, Reverend Tunde Bolanta, as he brings you God's word. We trust that you will be blessed as you listen. Hallelujah. In the first service, we started speaking about the rest of faith. And we'd like to carry on in this service as well. Our foundation scripture was taken from Hebrews chapter number 4, verses 1 to 3, and then Hebrews 4, 11 to 13. Let us therefore fear, lest a promise been left us of entering into his rest, any of you should seem to come short of it. For unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them, but the word preached did not profit them, nor be mixed with faith in them that heard it. For we which have believed do enter into rest, and he said, as I have sworn in my wrath, if they shall enter into my rest, although the works were finished from the foundation of the world. Verse 11, let us therefore, let us labor therefore to enter into that rest lest any man fall after the same example of unbelief. For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of a joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. If there is there any creature that is not manifest in his sight, but all things are naked and open unto the eyes of him with whom we have to do. One of the keys to the rest of faith is that God has completed the work and has called you to start it. Somebody say with me, God has completed the work and has called me to start it. Revelation chapter 1, verse 8, and then verses 17 and 18. In Revelation 1, 8, he said, I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, said the Lord, which is, which was, and which is to come, the Almighty. And when I saw him, in verse 17, I fell at his feet as dead, and he laid his right hand upon me, saying unto me, Fear not, I am the first, I am the last. I am he that liveth and was dead, and behold, I am alive forevermore, amen, and have the keys of hell and death. What a description. I am the first and the last. I am he that liveth and was dead, and I have the keys of hell and death. If you meet a man who says, I am the first and the last, I am Alpha and Omega, you better run. God that is the name of God. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, God can see the end of your life. Isaiah 46 10 says, declaring the end for the beginning, Isaiah 46 10, he said, My counsel shall stand. God can see the end of your life now. He can see your grandchildren, he can see your great grandchildren. Amen? Even though you haven't seen them, but in the mind of God, he can see them. So when God is speaking to you about your life, he's speaking from the vantage point of being the first and the last. Hallelujah. Okay, let's, let's, let's bring it down. How many of you have watched a, a, a horror movie before? Or let's not take horror movie. Let's take something, uh, uh, maybe a, a game. Okay? You watched a game. You watched a game. And you saw the outcome of that game. Maybe your favorite team was playing. Amen? You know, there are some matches you watch. It looks like they are not going to score. Anybody ever watch a match like that? 
it looks like they are not going to score, but suddenly they score, maybe towards the end, and you are relieved that your club did not lose. Now, when they repeat that match again, and you are watching it, you are relaxed. You know why? You know how it's going to end. Amen. Now, if you watch a regular movie, in a regular movie, are, the actor never dies. How I many of you realize that? The actor, whoever is the actor, they can shoot him, shoot him. He will not die. Because the person that wrote that script, he wrote it in a way that that man must not die. If that man dies, the movie will not sell. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? The movie will not sell. So, even if they shoot him, he will just be, the thing will just be, he will just be doing like this. He will be doing like this. He will jump, but those things, don't go and try it. Those things, they practice them. Some of them, they are just stunned. Some of them, it's just, it's just camera they are playing with. It may not be as high as that. But it's designed that the guy does not die. I want to say to you this morning, when God wrote the script of your life, he said you are more than a conqueror. He said you are more than a conqueror. He that said I'm Alpha and Omega is saying to you this morning, what I wrote about your life is that you will live and not die. You will declare the word of the Lord. There are things he's written about you that cannot be altered. He said, I am the first and the last. He was in, saying to John, listen, John, things may be horrible in your world today. It may look like whoever is, you know, the emperor, whoever was in charge, you know, they were busy persecuting the church at the time. He's, he's saying, listen, that emperor will live and die, but I'm the one that cannot, that cannot die. I died once for the sin of man, but I am raised up again. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying today? I want to say to you this morning, he said, I have a plan for your life. It's a plan for good and not for evil to give you a future and an expected end. The expected end is what you are looking at today and I want to say that expected end is long life. That expected end is seeing your children's children. That expected end is that you will not die of disease. That expected end is that you will not die under a trailer. That expected end is that the terrorists will not terrorize your life. The expected end that God has declared in his word, you have to start saying the same thing. He said I am Alpha and Omega. He said I am the first and the last. He has no challenge. I want to say to you this morning what the Father has said about me. I choose to say that over what the devil is saying. I choose to say what heaven is saying over what the devil is saying. I choose to say what heaven is saying over what social media is saying. I choose to what heaven is saying over what my enemies are saying. You will live and not die. You will declare the word of the Lord. With long life it will satisfy you and it will show you his salvation. Is there a believer in the house of the Lord this morning? Let's sit down for a bit. Glory to God. Now, you know, when you know the end of the story, you can rest. There's a confidence when you know how it's going to end. Let me tell you something. If you go to an ATM machine and you are not sure of your balance, you have a problem. If you see somebody praying at the ATM, he does stole the card, or you forget the code, right? Or you are not sure of your balance. When you are sure, if you have 10,000 naira and you want to withdraw 1,000 naira, in fact, the way you press the code, self, if they are giving you anything, you say, ah, you will be angry at what, what, what is this? I put the money inside now because you're sure you put it inside. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? What I'm saying that God is saying, I am first and last. What I have put, what I have written cannot be. Oh. I'm speaking to a woman here right now. Your business has been challenged of late. 
God said, I should tell you that that business, eh? It will flourish. It will. I don't know who. I, I'm talking to somebody in this house. God told me that business is going to flourish like never before. You will go, you will do better than you did before this time. God will give you acceleration in that business of yours. Is there a believer in the house of the Lord today? Thank God for those that have faith. When God says something, it's an established law. When God says something, it, it, you can't call it back. You can't call it back. It's an established law. The Bible says the word they heard was not mixed with faith in them that heard it. Let's take a popular story in the Bible and let's see how that is mixed with faith. He said the word they heard was not mixed with faith in them that had it. Thank you, Lord. You know, they kept murmuring in Numbers chapter 14 from verse 1 to 12 and further down, they were murmuring, oh, we cannot take the land. In Exodus 17, 1 to 7, Numbers 20, 1 to 3, these guys just murmur a lot. Mm, mm, mm. My principal in secondary school, I gave you some example of their murmurings. Exodus 17, 1 to 7, Numbers 20, 1 to 13, Numbers 14, 1 to 12 and further down. These guys are professional murmurers. What is murmuring? How many of you have seen a child murmuring? Uh, junior, that's your tool. Mm, what do they always want to eat? It's always rice. As if they bond them with rice. Junior, there's your tool. There's your gari. That's your... This. Mm, 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 mm. When a child murmurs like that, how do you feel as a parent? You start feeling, what have I done against you? Because it's a protest. Do you know we murmur at God? How do you murmur at God? Just like the children of Israel did. He said, you can take the promised land in Numbers for He said, no, there are giants there. In fact, there are a generation of giants. The sons of Anak are there. How are you going to give us water in this place? Have you ever murmured at God? I'm sure you say no, but you have done it. We've all done it one time or the other. Except when there are challenges in your life, there's a delay in your life, things don't seem to be working the way you've planned it to work. But the thing with murmuring is that you quickly forget where God brought you from. That was the problem with the children of Israel. If God told them, those who have tempted me this ten times, he quoted it for them. He said, ten times you have oppressed me with your murmuring. Are you a murmurer or are you a believer this morning? When we murmur, we, we, we doubt the ability of God. Now, You mix faith with what you have heard through your words and action. You mix faith with what you have heard through your words and action. Hebrews 4.2 says, the word did not, it was preached, but it did not profit them. In Mark chapter 5, from verse 25 to 30, remember the woman with the issue of blood. She's been sick for 12 years. Doctors are taking her money. She became poor. She grew worse. Ah, I mean, 
He said she had suffered many things of many physicians. I seem to think like some of the doctors didn't even know what was wrong with her. They just kept prescribing to collect money. Go and run this test. The test didn't work. Okay, run another test. The test didn't work. Run another test. The test. I mean, doctors used to do that, go. Some of them. You just keep running all kinds of tests, but they could not say what was wrong with her. They, they collected, she did physiotherapy, she did everything, all kinds of therapies, all kinds of tests, every test in the book. I'm reminded of one of our pastors some years ago. He gave his testimony here. Some of you remember him. Something just came over him. His skin became like a, like a leper. There's no test they didn't do on that brother. HIV, AIDS, all kinds of possible tests, dermatological tests. All tests were done on him. To the point that his own son looked at him one day and said, are you my father? You know, when sickness reaches a point that your child looks at you and says, are you my father? That sickness is too real. Bongo, that sickness is too far. He gave his testimony here. We, had, we were not around. We came back. That time, we had that our zinc roof. But the anointing under the zinc was powerful. Hallelujah. And I remember, they told me about him. And I remember him somewhere there. He just told me, I am going to church today. He said he didn't, he didn't feel okay. He didn't go by how he felt. If I was better to lie down, because even when people see him, some people may not want to sit near him. Because the way his face looked, the skin looked like everywhere. Even you, some of you, if you sit, you'll be, you'll be confessing the word sitting near the brother. He said, but he told himself, I will be in that service. The woman with the issue of blood heard about Jesus. And many other people heard about Jesus. In Matthew 7, in the first service, we quoted it, though we, maybe we didn't go too much into it. Jesus said, a man who builds his house upon the rock. He said, he that heareth my saying, Matthew 7, 24, and doeth them shall be likened to a man who built his house. It's, he, he said, he that heareth and doeth. Let me tell you, if you hear it, you must say it before you can do it. When you hear, Watch a woman with the issue of blood. Suffered for 12 years. She's not getting better. She looked terrible. Her husband probably had run away by this time. You know, she's just on her own because she was bleeding. So, I mean, she heard about Jesus. She could have said, hmm, well, I remember, I remember one woman that, that called me. She, she had a, you know, from another country. She was so sick. What was that disease again? I can't remember the name. She called me because I had ministered in their country many times. She called me and said, I said, I will pray for you. You know the question she asked me? He said, will God do it for me? Ah. You know, God would rather we, we, we question his ability than we question his compassion. God would rather you question his ability than his compassion. How many of you believe God can do all things? There is nothing, nothing you cannot do, nothing you cannot turn around. You are able, great and mighty. We sing that, and it's, it's a good song. But the leper in Mark 1.40 said to Jesus, 
The leper in Mark 140. He said, if you will, you can heal me. Psalm 148, 9 and 10. He said, the Lord is good to all. The Lord is good to all and his tender mercies are over all his works. Psalm 148, 9 and 10. Amen? That tender mercies means that he has pity. That's also the word for compassion. He's full of eager yearning. God is, God is, God is yearning for you. What do you call yearning in house? When, when you are yearning, you are, you are longing for someone. You are longing. Eh? Eh? I'm not getting, eh? Marmari. That's another word, isn't it? You, you are just, you are just mamarying the person. God is longing. It's like when children go to boarding house. We've experienced them. You find some parents, they will come on Monday. They will pretend that the child forgot something at home. The child did not forget anything. But they just want to see the child's face. I think this child forgot something. Okay, leave it with the principal. No, can I? He said, he's full of eager yearning. The Lord is good to all. And his tender mercies. He's full. God wants you healed more than you want to be healed. You didn't say amen because your head is a... Because your head is a, why, am I, why is the manifestation not here? It's already there in the spirit. The new house is in the spirit. The new car is in the spirit. Hallelujah. The better job is in the spirit. The new appointment is in the spirit. Because all the promises of God are yea and amen in Christ. They are credited. How did the woman with the issue of blood mix faith with it? You know, that lady could have sat in her house and talked to herself and said things like, well, they say Jesus is healing people. Will he do it for me? There was another uh, friend of ours that called me. They are singers. Something with her glands and, you know, operation. The Lord touched her. Why? Because he's full of eager yearning. When you are waiting for manifestation, Satan will be talking to you. Say, hey, my friend, hey, be counting, oh, how long have you been waiting for this thing? Be counting, oh, the woman with issue of blood, Jesus said in Mark um, 7.24, Whosoever heareth these sayings and doeth them shall be likened to a man who built his house upon the rock. Psalm 1127 and 8, his heart is established. Hallelujah. So God would rather that we question his ability than his compassion or his willingness. That Mark 140, this guy said, Jesus, you know, if you will, they are not supposed to touch lepers. But Jesus went and touched him. He said, and he touched him, saying, I will. You see, Jesus was not doing, he doesn't do anything for nothing. He touched the guy. He said, I will. You are a leper, but I'm touching you to say, I will. The Lord said, I'm not supposed to touch you, but I'm touching you. So if you will, you can make me clean. What am I trying to say to you? Everything in your life, God is willing to make it right for you. So how did the woman with the issue of blood mix faith 
she said to herself. One translation said, she kept on saying. If you followed her on the way to that service, you will hear her saying, when I get there today, it's my turn. When I get there today, it's my turn. When I get there today, it's my turn. I've told you about the story of my Matana grandmother before. I like that story because it reminds me of the willingness of God. You see, if you don't believe that somebody will give you something, the way you will go there, even when you reach there, the way you will tie your face, even if the person wanted to give you, will change his mind. But if you know that man is going to give it, you know the way you will smile when you are coming? You will brighten up. <laughs> Good morning, sir. The smile itself, the man will know that this one believes. But if you doubt his willingness, you start stammering for nothing. If you are stammering before God, you are doubting his willingness to do it. That woman, she used to have a small table. On that table, she had things that children love in our generation, not now. Things like kuli kuli. <laughs> Amen. Things like goody goody. Things that children love. And when I'm coming, the way mama will start smiling and singing from afar. The Bible says, God will rejoice over you with singing. In the book of Zephaniah chapter 3, verse 14 or 19, he said, he will rejoice over you with singing. I don't know if you can picture God singing over you. I don't know if you can picture God rejoicing over you. When I'm coming, my mind is already singing for me, my son, my husband. Even she used to call me a husband. I said, I can do a big old woman's husband. <laughs> my husband. She will call me different names, call me all my pet names. In fact, everything on that table has died before I reached there. <laughs> now, when it, as I'm getting there, like, I say, ah, no, no. In fact, when I take one, she will take another one. Try this one. If there's a new sweet that has just come and say, have you, have you tasted this one? I'll, then she, when I'm going, she will put in my pocket, put here, put everywhere. When I'm coming back from mama's play, grandma's place, you will know I have been with grandma. Even the way I will be coming back home, people will say, ah. those who didn't go will say, give me a little bit of sweet. They too can go to grandma. Hallelujah to Jesus. Come boldly to the throne of grace this morning. I say, come boldly to the throne of grace this morning. Are you hearing me? So how do you mix it with faith? God told them you can take the territory. But what were they saying? We cannot go there. Let me tell you something, child of God. If you don't mix it with faith, you lose by default. How do you lose by default? Life will always ask you questions. Maybe you hear a bad report here. Bad news here. Bad news there. What do you say when you hear bad news? But some people will not say anything. So let me not talk before the devil will hear me. Everything in your life must hear your voice. Everything, your money must hear your voice. Your health must hear your voice. Your promotion must hear your voice. Your office must hear your voice. Your enemies must hear your voice. In Genesis 2, 7, the Bible says, And God breathed into man, and he became a speaking spirit or a living soul. God himself oppressed by speaking. Your body must hear your voice. That's why when God finished everything, he brought the animals to Adam. He said, Adam, you are supposed to have dominion here, Genesis 1, 26. He said, boy, Adam, come on. This creation must hear your voice. 
There was darkness when God made the heavens and the earth. But he is Lord. Hebrews 4, 12 said his word is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. He is Lord. He rules by his word. John 6, 63, Jesus says, the words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. The word of God will cause through space and time, through matter. Are you hearing me? There was darkness, but there was sound before there was light. You want light in your situation? Let it begin to hear the voice of the word of God this morning. When, when there's bad report, don't vote against yourself. Oh, they are sacking everybody. They are retiring some people. People will not be promoted. Even somebody better than you. It happened to A. It happened to B. That one used to pray more than you. And it happened to them. This one happened here. That one happened there. They didn't put your name there. No evil shall befall you. Neither shall any plague come near their dwelling. A thousand will fall by your side. And ten thousand by your right hand. But it will not come near you. Only with your eyes will you behold. And see the reward of the wicked. That's what heaven has said about you. I want to announce to a child of of God that in this new month in this new month of May the word of the Lord over your life and your children they shall be fulfilled over your career they shall be fulfilled wherever they are gathering for evil because the word of the Lord will not fall to the ground I declare over your life I declare over your children I declare over your family that the word of the Lord will work for you that the blood of Jesus Christ has gone ahead of you in the month of May you will rise higher and higher in the month of May, the goodness of God is going to overcome you. In the month of May, a thousand may fall by your side and ten thousand at your right hand, but they will not come near you. Only with your eyes shall you behold and see the reward of wicked. This month of May will be a month of increase. You will go from glory to glory as those that come to Zion. I declare your miracle. 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 I declare your healing. I declare your healing. I declare your healing. I declare your miracle. I declare your healing. If you believe that, give him a shout of hallelujah. Yes, Lord. It has to be mixed with faith, brothers and sisters. It has to be mixed with faith. The word of God is not powerless. It created the universe. Sometimes you look at your body, you look at your bank account, and your bank account is telling lies. John 17, 17. He said, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. If it negates the word of God, it's a lie. If the symptom in your body negates the word of God, it's a lie. So you are going to keep speaking that word as your body hears the word. Every cell in your body will begin to experience resurrection life. You speak to it. You have ears to hear. One day Jesus was hungry, and he looked at the tree. It had leaves, but there was no, no, nothing to eat on it. He said, no man shall eat of thee forever. The thing looked as if I didn't answer. Because when Jesus finished speaking, the, the, the tree was still green. The next day, in Mark 11, you can find that story. As they were coming back, Peter, you know Peter and Naimbi, announcer. Peter said, ah, Oga, the tree you caused yesterday has dried from the root. The fact that it doesn't look like it's drying from the root doesn't mean it's not drying. It's drying from the root. 
Remember Pastor Cho, when he, when he went, was going to Japan, sit and say, I will kill you. And he began to speak to that thing. And the Holy Spirit said, speak to it. He said, in the name of Jesus. The devil was laughing, but he was moving back. He is moving back. He said, the word is sharper than in the spirit. You see, to change things in the spirit, you have to bring spirit word. You have to bring spirit word. And the word of God is spirit word. That's why John 6, 63, Jesus said, the words I speak are spirit and they are life. A spirit can enter here. It doesn't need visa. A spirit can come through the wall. A spirit can go through space. A spirit can enter your bone. That's why uh, Hebrews 4, 12 said, the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two edges, cutting to the dividing asunder of soul, spirit, joints, and marrow. And it's a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. He said, there's nothing hidden. All things are naked before him with whom we have to do. So when you are speaking, Satan will say, ah, is it only a word you've been speaking since morning? Some people say, is it only a word? Is it only a word of God you've been speaking? Speak it all. Because everything around you, they have ears. In Matthew 8, 8, another important thought is that the word of God is spiritual law. Note it down somewhere. The word of God is what? Spiritual law. In Matthew 8, 8, what happened? The centurion. Imagine you go and meet Jesus. Say, Jesus, come to my house. My servant is sick. And then Jesus said, okay, and then, uh, don't worry. Don't worry to come. I am a man under authority. I'm a soldier. I tell this one to go, and he goes. When they say move in the army, you don't stand there and say, are you speaking to me? You're going to guard room. When they say move, you start moving. Go and look at it, Matthew 8, from verse 8. I said to this one, go, and he goes, and to this one, come, and he comments. He said, speak, that was, what was this guy telling Jesus? You are as powerful as your word. Amen. The word of God is quick and powerful. As powerful as the one that spoke it. When he said, let there be light, it was God. He, was saying, I, he said, let there be light. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. So when he was saying, let there be light, he was literally saying, me, be. Do you understand what I said there? I am the light of the world. Let there be light. So what are you saying? Me, be. So when you are speaking the word of God, Jesus that appears. Hey. Jesus, the Bible said Jesus marveled at that guy's faith. He said, I've never seen such a faith. Matthew chapter 8 from verse 8. I've never seen such a faith. No, not in Israel. Because this guy took Jesus back to Genesis chapter 1. He took Jesus back. Said, ah, when we said let there be light, who dare challenge us? Have you seen a lion in the forest? Don't pray to meet one, except you are in the spirit. <laughs> many, many years ago, <laughs> I was ministering in East Africa. I don't know, that old man, we were coming from one place to another. In the night, the car now broke down. You know, they have a lot of game reserve in that place. The car now broke down around Kilimanjaro. The car broke down. Somewhere there, sha. So my friend, maybe he was just trying to frighten me. But it was around this wild area. So he told me that the last time our car broke down, a lion came out. We saw a lion just walking past the car. I said, Lord Jesus. <laughs> do, you know, do you know lions don't run? They just walk. That's why they call them king of the jungle. A king, he doesn't rush you. He's like, okay, bring it on. 
if, you, if antelope decide that, okay, lion will say, well, thank God for lunch. <laughs> Abi, if deer wants to do yanga, even dog. Abi, rabbit just want a, a biscuit bone. <laughs> Every problem in your life is subject to the word of God. There is nothing that word will not do. Took Jesus back to Genesis. I'm a man, let's, let's, it's in your Bible, Matthew 8. He said, I'm a man under, I tell this one, go. I have to read it because sometimes. Open your Bible to Matthew 8. Put it up, put it up, put it up. Let's look at it quickly. Put it up. So, pastor was reading something. I don't even know where I saw it in the Bible. You will see it with your own eyes. Matthew 8, verse 8. Put it up. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof, but speak the word only. And my servant shall be healed. For I am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say to this man, go and he goeth, and to another come and he cometh, and to my servant do this and he doeth it. When Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to them that followed, Verily I say unto you, I have not found so great faith. No, not in Israel. Dikini Dachaba. Jesus said, I am coming to your house. Are you going to say, just speak? <laughs> Between Jesus coming and he's speaking, which one will you choose? He <laughs> said, coming. <laughs> Most places that most of us will choose coming. Because when he comes in, at least he's physically there. And uh, because anything, if he touch you, if I when he comes, he said, Jesus, just put your hand on my head, put your hand on my wife, put your hand on my children. But this guy said, I know you and your word are one. In the beginning was the word, the word was God, the word was God. The same was in the beginning. All things were made by the word. And without the word was not anything made that was made. In that word was life, and that life is the light of men. So don't bother to come. You are the word. The word created all things. Just talk the word, and I know I'll be fine. Jesus said his great faith. How many of you know you have that great faith this morning? Because Jesus is not here physically. But if you will repeat his word, everything he created, they still have ears to hear him. Let me tell you how the, I'm not a soldier, but let me tell you how it works. If the commanding officer, the commanding officer says, oh, all of you, move to location B. From the next person to the next person to the next person to the recruit. We start going that way. Because the man at the top has said it, all other subordinates must obey instruction. Is that not how it works? You have to move. So in other words, the centurion was saying, if you say it all, everything in my servant's body must hear that word of God. I want to say to you this morning, everything in your life must hear the word of God from your mouth. <laughs> Listen to me. Let, me. let me go somewhere. Let me go somewhere. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You see, we are living in perilous times, and this is the only kind of word that will help you. All these uh, 
There was one funny guy where somebody played the video for me. He said people should follow him to his hometown in Ekiti. And they should be paying, uh, is it 300 and, uh, is it 11,000? Eh? 310,000. And they put them in one place that they are on their way to heaven. Can you just imagine how some people we are giving you solid word. If somebody will say, come and go to Ekiti for 310,000, from there you will go to heaven. Is he going to fly you by plane? Are you going to die? Are you going to... These people are very funny. And you took yourself. I think they say, I don't know the fellow, but they say he used to be a cardinal guy. <laughs> Those are 419 people. But you know the problem of people? They want to work for what God has already done. Taking the word of God is not enough for them. You must add something. Either water or oil or soap. He said the word of God. He didn't say, say plus water. He didn't say plus oil. He didn't say plus candle. He didn't say plus turarengabas. <laughs> he didn't say plus Monday handkerchief, Tuesday handkerchief, oil of slain. We have added so much to the word of God that it becomes useless. And that's why it's not working in people's lives. And demons are now manifesting. And the demon even appeared as an angel of light. The Lord will help us. Okay. Let's take this one more thought. The rest of faith is the expression of your faith in God's ability. The rest of faith is the expression of your faith in God's ability. You know, the popular Mark eleven twenty three: have faith in God, have the God kind of faith. Another way to say it is have faith in God's ability. Let me read a few scripture. You see, a lot of people want to say have, have faith, the rest of faith. They think it's something we need to do. No, 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 no. It's already done. All the promises are already what? Yea and amen in Christ. Your account has already been credited. In the realm of the spirit, you're already healed. Your children are serving the Lord. Your business is doing well. Your marriage is healthy. By the way, we celebrated 34 years of marriage this last week. Some of you have not married for one year. You cannot clap. <laughs> Somebody sent me a text. He said, 34 years and you are still smiling. I said, we'll keep smiling till Jesus comes. True. I was reading it to, to mommy. I said, can you see this text somebody sent me? He said, at 34 years, people are still smiling. Are you supposed, it's supposed to be sweeter the older you are getting now. Now, let me come back to, before I come back to finish, let me take a side journey on marriage. You know why you are beating yourself? You have refused to die. I said, you have refused to die. Paul said, dying daily. Look at your flesh. Pinch yourself. Say, this flesh is not born again. It's not born again. Marriage is a school. Jesus said, love your wife as Christ loved the church and gave himself for it and is the savior of the body. What did Jesus do because he loved the church? Help me. Come on, help me here. 
Did what? What did Jesus do? What did Jesus do there? Pastor, what did Jesus do there? He died. They say, ah, sir, where are you taking this, your message this morning? That's exactly where I'm taking it. If you want to love your wife as Christ loved the church, be prepared to die. It's not that they'll put gun to your head. That one, you get mental problem. <laughs> prepared to die means your flesh must die in that marriage. Amen? It's both ways. Prepare to die both ways. As long as you're not prepared to die, a dead man does not respond to abuse. If you bring a cop here now, you say, uh, you are ugly. You, are this, this, this. you didn't give enough food money. You didn't, this, this, this. You didn't smile to me. You didn't say, I love you. The, the, the cops will not wake up and say, hey, are you talking to me? Those are women, their tongue is sharp. If they abuse cops to a point, the cops say, no. I, 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 I protest. <laughs> some people, some women need to, sanctification of the tongue. Just smile. It's okay. It's just, it's just a little side journey. It's not the main journey. What does it say? Because you see, you see something? The love language. Someone say love language. Look at me. Say love language. Maybe you have married, you have not married. You need this message. The love language your partner speaks is very important. What are the love languages of women? Does anybody know anything about love language? Your wife speaks some language. One of the love language of women is gifts. Depending on how sanctified she is, her gifts may be tear leather every day. That one is deliverance. <laughs> but gifts is one of the languages. Another love language of women, I'm passing there. Help me. Attention, quality time. That means when you're at home, you know some men, when they get home, if they hold that phone for the next one hour, peep, 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 or TV. Peep, 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 peep. When do I say hello? Hello. The house is burning. He's still watching Premier League. <laughs> Quality time. Which other language do people speak? Kind words. Kind words. Touch. Some men, the only time they touch their wife is when they want to have sex. Don't look at me in that tone of voice. <laughs> we are all here because of that. Somebody slept with somebody, they produced you. So there's no big deal in that. Sometimes when you are passing your wife in the kitchen, just rub her back. Touch her. And if you, know, if you are not the type that know how to say honey, text honey. <laughs> they don't charge you for that. <laughs> text honey. <laughs> My father was not texting my mother. He lived in ancient times. <laughs> I know I'm annoying some people, but every service is not only shouting. Sometimes you need to cry inside the church and repent. Let me finish with women. Let me finish my message. The language every man speaks. Sister, say every man. Raise your voice. Say every man. It's not loud. The language, every man. No, no, it's not loud. Every man. The language. 
see the way they are calling every man. They say, you are a weaker vessel, we understand. <laughs> it's one language. Maybe they are white, they are black, they are yellow, they are orange, they are brown. It's the language of honor. That's the language men speak. Even if the man is a cleaner, when he enters that house, he wants to be honored. How every man wants to be honored is different. If you don't know, ask him. Well, I want to tell you, I'm a woman of the word. I'm a woman of faith. I'm educated. I have my first degree. I have my master's degree. I have my PhD. I'm a director. Sanu. <laughs> Once you are coming home, you leave those things by the door. You come home as wife. Some men, their language of honor is to greet them good morning. Once you greet good morning, their head is correct for the day. <laughs> Some men, their language of honor is you put the food on the table. Even if you are eating, you have to watch them eat. If that's the language of honor, you have to learn how to speak it. Some in the village is to take hot water in the morning, boil it, take it to the bathroom yourself and keep it and say your hot water is ready. It is not honor to, 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 to cook food since nine o, uh, 6 o'clock. The man comes around 8, it's already cold. You say, hey, your food is in the warm hour. I'm already sleeping. Hello, sisters. The language of honor is also means controlling that tongue. Because sometimes, if somebody is your head in your office, it's not the message, but I just, Najara, in your office, when your guy is talking to you in the office, you say, can you make me a cup of tea? Maybe you're a secretary, and they bring the tea. You know, some of they are very funny. If he's not just happy, you say, there's too much sugar here. Oh, I don't want sugar, I want honey. You tell the boss, go and make it yourself. <laughs> what do you say? What do you say? But the way the man, I'm just telling you how to be married and happily married. What I'm saying will not work for everybody. Those who want to be doing caro and fighting every day, you don't need my message. <laughs> you probably go and pour it and you bring it back, make another one. Say, I'm, I'm sorry about that. Say, how can I be telling? Is it not just acting? It's acting. I'll be telling acting. He it says, It's your head. It's not just acting, it's your head. Is it not just GD? Baby, go and make it yourself now. <laughs> hey! Amen, don't drive for church. Amen. Okay, sisters, don't be annoyed. Just wave, just wave. I will soon leave the point. I will soon, I will soon round up my message. I will leave the point. But these are the little things, though. Find the language of one of the guys speaks. And once you can start, you see, everything is about communication. Once you can start speaking that language, your communication will be better. Some people don't talk, they just see things happen. Because there's a wall between them. We speak the language of honor. You people speak like five, maybe even fifty-seven. Did you get something? You, you will thank me later. When they come to marry the man, I say, which church did you say you are attending? I'm following you to that church. 
Hallelujah. Well, my time is up really. Let me just read some scripture about faith in God's ability. Hebrews 2.18, you can write them down or just read them. For in that he himself has suffered, being tempted, he is what? Able to succor them that are tempted. When you are going through tests in your life, you can believe that God is able. Is there an amen there? Amen. 2 Timothy 1.12 For the which cause I also suffer these things, nevertheless I am not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed, and I am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed to him against that day. Jude 1.24 Jude 1.24 now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. If you, are, if you are falling in an area often and often, you can go to this scripture and say, God, I know you're able to keep me from falling. Ephesians 3.20 Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above what we can ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. He is able to do what? Exceedingly. Beyond the budget. God will give you more than you need to meet that need. Job 23, 14. For he performed the thing that is appointed for me, and many such things are with him. Mark eleven twenty three. Whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. He performed the thing that is appointed unto me. Let's stand to our feet this morning. Job 23, 14, he performed the things appointed to me. Lift your hand this morning and just start thanking God. You know the area of your life where you need an intervention? Start saying, Lord, I thank you for intervening in this area. I thank you for stepping in for me. I believe that you are able to do exceedingly abundantly. I believe that you are able to do exceedingly abundantly. He is able to do. I said he is able to do. I said he is able to do. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Thank you for listening to today's message. Do join us same time next week. Follow us on our social media handles, Facebook and Instagram at Restoration Ministries International, Twitter and Mixilar at RBCM Online, and our website is www.rbcmonline.org You can also be part of our live power park services every Wednesday by 5.30pm and on Sunday by 7am and 8.30am respectively at Restoration International Conference Center RICC Romanew Extension Kaduna South God bless you